Welcome to Drinking Bros, presented by BlackRifleCoffee.com. Put down the water and grab a fucking drink. drink, 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 drink. Oh, ladies and gentlemen, we've got your fan fave here. Uh, we got Derek. We got Derek White on the show. <laughs> How are you, buddy? I'm good. How are you? Fucking rad, dude. Every time I see you, though, I'm I'm gonna be honest. You're you're adding more face tats every <laughs> single time I see. You. As always, though, we've got some sponsors who pay for this whole fucking shit to be on the air. First and foremost, talking about BlackRifleCoffee.com. Black Rifle Coffee is a premium roast-to-order coffee. Do I need to go into it anymore? We know it's fresh. We know it's bagged in the warehouse. We know it's shipped straight to you. We also know that Jared, Evan, and Matt are the owners of it. It's our favorite. It's, it's the best there is. I want to I wanna highlight the, the Coffee Club of the Month program. Uh, it's like a subscription. Shows up at your house the same date of every month. It's about $4 cheaper than Costco. They get, uh, they get bags of coffee. They got K-Cups. You name it. And their apparel and, and coffee mugs are second to none. Go to BlackRifleCoffee.com. Use the one-time promo code of Drinking Bros for 20% off. Join the fucking club. Grab life by the beans. Uh, next up, we've got StrikeForceEnergy.com. Strikeforce Energy is the premier energy drink in the land, kids. They got four amazing flavors, original, orange, grape, and lemon. They get a 10-pack, a 40-pack, and a 750-milliliter bottle that rests on your bar top or countertop, which you can just boom, boom, pop a couple squirts in and go. Strikeforce Energy is, is knocking out the cans, kids. You, you can kick those cans on down the street. You don't need Monster, Red Bull, or Kickstarter or any of that bullshit. Uh, uh, look, a, a tasty, tiny little tin pouch to strike for is only 99 cents a pop. Um, they also have a subscription of the month club, which I highly recommend. Lasts longer than five hour energy. So when you're crashing in the afternoon, this is the fucking jam or pre-workout is when we really fucking go hard on this shit. Go to strikeforceenergy.com, type in the promo code drinking bros for 20% off. And that's good every time, all the time. Uh, they don't give a baker's fuck over there. Next up, we've got my book. Oh, we're, we're, we're so fucking close to the bestseller list. Uh, we're 35 days out. We're, we're looking at, we only need 1,800 more copies. That's it. 1,800 more copies. And it reaches the New York Times bestseller list. Talking about when darkness falls, he doesn't catch it. It's the sequel to At Night She Cries While He Rides His Steed. This is the funniest book ever written. Um, partially because I, I didn't have a fucking master over me. Yeah, you heard that correct. You didn't have a master whipping my back, uh, telling me what to do on this shit. I got to go fucking hard as nails on this goddamn thing. Uh, leading off hard, first chapter with a sex scene with Harriet Tubman. You betcha. It's the second ever romance novel for dudes. You can pre-order on Amazon.com or BarnesandNoble.com. Again, I'm only 1,800 copies shy of the New York Times bestseller list. Please uh, go out and buy the pre-order of this. All of these pre-orders count toward opening week, and that's the easiest way to make the New York Times bestseller list. So please go and buy that. I would really, really fucking appreciate it. Uh, next up, we've got ghostbed.com. Uh, ghostbed.com is using ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. And I really want to highlight that because their 4th of July deals are off the motherfucking chain. They're offering bundle packages uh, with like, f I think four or $500 off, which is insanity. Um, 
If you don't, if you have a shitty mattress out there and you're thinking about getting a, a better mattress, go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros. They've got a special deal set up exclusively for drinking bros members where you can get like a hundred dollars off a mattress and free pillows, uh, $200 off, uh, like a box spring, or you can get the bundle packages with like sheets, pillows and all that shit. And it's like four or $500 off. It's like the best deal you can ever have. And they ship it straight to your house. So the mattress comes, boom, you pop it up, you're done. The Craftmatic adjustable portion of it, boom, you pop it up, you're done. It is the best 4th of July savings you could possibly get on a mattress, and they have a pay-as-you-go plan. So you can just buy that shit uh, in installments. You don't have to worry about fucking paying for it up front, which is great. Go to ghostbed.com forward slash drinking bros and get on the jam, dude. These are the best beds on the market. Next up, we've got grillyourassoff.com. Grillyourassoff.com is, uh, well, look, it's a seasonings company. And you might say, what's so sexy about seasonings? They got chicken seasonings, steak seasonings, all that shit. It's grilling season. And if you're going to buy seasonings, let's face it, they all kind of taste the same, but this is a veteran-owned company. And at least you're ordering from veterans, and uh, you get 15% off the promo code Drinking Bros. But the beauty of this, the beauty of this company is their goddamn beef jerky. Their beef jerky is the best on the on the planet, man. I've never had jerky this good. I eat this goddamn shit every day. The sweet and spicy is my jam, but they got a four-pack of salt and pepper, uh, cowboy-style original and sweet and spicy. 25 bucks for a four-pack. It's all 100% USA meat, beef, right for that fucking dome. And, uh, again, it's all veteran-owned. Um, so go in there and type on the, the promo code. Drinking Bros for 15% off. Try that jerky, dude. They also have a subscription of the month club there. And I can I can promise you this. It is well worth it for that fucking jerky, man. God damn it, I keep eating the shit out of this. Uh, I love it so much. Uh, next up, we've got BattleBox.com. Dude, we're stoked that BattleBox is back. Talking about a little B-A-T-T-L-B-O-X.com. There's no E in BattleBox. Just a little BattleBox.com. It is a... The, 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 the premier, I would say the best uh, survival kits uh, you can get in the lands. And uh, look, let's face it. It's just fucking cool shit for dudes where, you know, if you're a fucking dude who's leaving a, a leading a boring life, you can get a box of this shit. And it's just it's, it's full of the best like tactical and survivor gear you could possibly ever fucking need. And uh, they got four tiers. They got 25 bucks a month up to 150 bucks a month. Most people go with the top tier, which is the Pro Plus. Uh, it comes with the knife of the month. That means every month you get a free fucking knife. How dope is that? It's like Christmas every single goddamn month when Battle Box arrive. Um, if you've ever tried like to source this stuff yourself, it, it costs you like, fuck, man, three or $400 a month. They're just giving you all this cool shit in a box for $150 saying, yo, um, each month has got a different theme. Uh, they got a, they got a shit hit the fan scenario, uh, you know, for, for a skill set. So like you're, every month you're getting something new and it's always fucking cool shit in the tactical industry and survival industry. It's fucking awesome. Use the drinking bros exclusive, exclusive promo code of 15% off for your first box. Uh, and you can also use drinking bros because some of you are dumb and you can't spell. So you can, you can use the G if you need to, uh, but go to battlebox.com and check out all their fucking cool shit. Uh, for a it, dude, it's, it's like the best surprise you can get every single month. Last but not least, talking about Kimber. Yeah. Kimber firearms, Kimberamerica.com. 
is where you can go for all your firearms needs. Everybody said it to me. They said, hey, Ross, you cannot have a complete awesome fucking collection unless you've got a Kimber 1911. And that's the truth. Go to their site. Go to KimberAmerica.com. Peruse all their shit. I would highly suggest their 1911s. I've got one. They've got a new pearl-handled one with the state of Texas engraved on it since all the uh, all the fellas are moving down in Texas. But uh, Kimber America is one of those sites where it's like, dude, you can get lost in there and dream, uh, make some plans for the rest of your life. And they look, they got the, fi- the finest firearms on the planet. No promo code. They have no promo code. They're like, yo, fuck you. We don't need to give you a promo code, we have the best guns there is. Just come come and check it out. We love the Drinking Bros. We love the podcast. We love the Drinking Bros community, and we're happy to support it. Uh, we just want to get Kimber America on the show, which is amazing. Love those guys at, at Kimber, man. Um, I love their firearms, and again, their 1911s are so goddamn sexy. Go to KimberAmerica.com. Here's the thing. You're the only guy who can pull these off. You know that, right? Well, I, I mean, yeah, somehow I do. I don't know how I do it, but like, yeah, I just got a second face tattoo. And you know what? I didn't even, I didn't even want another face tattoo. It's like I got the one. Yeah, yeah. And the balance of it all, it just looked, it just looked lonely. Did you feel? Yeah. Did you feel like Mike Tyson? You were like, dude, I need to, I need to complete what pussy asked Mike. Because <laughs> yeah. I, you know, you, were, you did you hear that story with Mike? What's that? He was actually supposed to go the other side as well. Like that was a whole piece that he was supposed to do. And then he backed out after that. Why? Um, I, I, Did he say it hurt? He got too much. What? No, he got too much shit for it, and he was just oh. like, uh, you know, I was worried or whatever, and blah blah blah, and, and just didn't do it because oh. he was supposed to get that same image, I believe, on the other side of his face as well. I to mean, complete the whole thing. A lot of people told me not to get a face tattoo, so I got two, and I was like, "Fuck you!" Like, Fuck. <laughs> and I, like I just <laughs> like I got to get one more above my eye, and everything will be balanced. But this this new one's funny because like I got this new one just to sort of balance my face out. And I just picked an image off the internet that looked cool, and I got it. And it's then, dope looking. And then people were writing me like, oh, my God, that's awesome. You got the Vegivisor, the Igril sore. I don't know. It's some Nordic rune, and people, like dudes on the internet, are like coming over it, you know? I didn't even know what it meant. It's sweet so, looking. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. Like, let's just get sweet looking <laughs> yeah. shit. And, then... <laughs> and so I, I didn't know what it was. I put it on my face, and I went home, and I looked it up. I was like, hey, that's actually pretty cool. So yeah, like, got lucky on that one. But <laughs> Dude, po- Post Malone's getting a lot of face tats. Days. Yeah, and so that's that's the new thing. People like people called me Tyson with the first tattoo, yeah, and now they're like comparing me to Post, Post Malone. Malone. Yeah, I didn't know who Post Malone was until like three and a half months ago. I I, I love him by the way. I'm a huge fan of his. Like he's a singer. Y- yes. It, like, so is I, it I rapper. He raps. He sings. He plays acoustic guitar. I was one of those people with Post Malone where um and I talked about this on my show. I I I heard his first song White Iverson. You remember that song? White Iverson, when I wasn't balling again, I've never heard a Post Malone song. Oh, it was so it was a big hit. It was a huge, smashing success, and like everybody came out of the woodwork then to work with him after that. And uh, I, I I didn't know what he looked like. I heard the song on the radio. First of all, I didn't know he was white. And then I I went and saw him. And I was like, oh, that's not the guy I thought. And then he reminded me of like Kevin Federline. And I was just like, you know, Britney Spears' ex-husband yeah, f- at, at first. Or James Franco's <laughs> character from Spring Breakers. <laughs> Spring Break. Spring Break. So I was like, I was like, man, this guy looks like a fucking joke. Um, and then uh, uh, I was in Florida. We did a gig, a Drinking Bros uh, gig in Jacksonville. And we met up with everybody at a bar. And I had a, like a 45-minute drive back from the bar to the hotel. 
and that album came out at, at midnight. And on my Twitter feed, it was just blowing up of like album of the year, album of the year. Um, this beer bongs and Bentleys that came out a couple months ago. I was like, this fucking guy, like this fucking guy. So I listened to it all the way, but it was 18 songs. And so when I got to the parking lot of the hotel, I still, it was like still 15 minutes left on this album, and it was so dope. I just sat in the fucking thing and in, in the parking lot and just listened to the rest of it. And I became like weirdly obsessed with the guy. And I was like, we try to get him on Drinking Bros, and because um, he's a big, he's a big gun guy. Yeah, I've, I've seen that. I know that. So his no, music's he's, good. He's really like, good, and, and he the, trains with somebody, some tactical fucking dude, and he shoots everything across the board. So like, you know, AR-15s and fucking you know handguns, all that other shit. And um, I thought you meant people. I was like, okay, what kind of people's he shoot? Probably, like, <laughs> probably. Yeah. And so I was like, oh, this guy's fucking cool. And like half of his shit was rap, half of it was acoustic. And uh, th- there was a they were trying to set us up for this interview in uh, Raleigh, North Carolina. So I went, and they were like, hey, he's super sick, but you can, you know, we're, we're going to post, postpone the interview and do it another time. And I had backstage and all that shit, so I got to see him. And live, he was incredible. And, like, half of his set was acoustic guitar, and I was like, fucking A. But so I saw him there, and he had a face tattoo above his eye. And then two weeks later, he got two more underneath his eyes and i was like holy shit and then you got one right after that and i was like god damn maybe derek's a post malone fan it's like that's what dude so everybody people are writing me now they're like oh you can be the next hit fucking artist on soundcloud and i'm like fuck you guys like god damn they're basically calling me a fucking nerd well you have you have a lot of music I don't have anything like out there for the pu- well. I have that old thing. That yeah, I yeah. You have that up on on iTunes, and that did yeah. well. Yeah, but fuck those guys. So I, like the guys that 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 first album I did. The yeah, guys, yeah. The guys I made that with like are fucking pieces of shit, and I hate them. So like really. And so now still people like continue to post that and share that, or people buy it now. Like yeah, dude, that was a horrible experience. That was a fucking man. That I, was a business lesson right there. Dude. Yeah, like, I did. You know how much you know how much money I made from that album that did really well. Zero dollars. I let them keep all the money from that album just because I felt like I was making money and they weren't making money and they were good musicians. And so I was like, they could use like a little like a little jump start to their music career, you know, and I let them keep the money and then they kicked me out. <laughs> Are you <laughs> serious? I sold all the albums and then they kicked me out. <laughs> what did they do after that? Did they replace you? No, I don't know, dude. I literally don't know. I hope they're both fucking dead, honestly. That's like, crazy. Yeah. <laughs> That's really fucking yeah. crazy. But we've all been there and done that. I mean, mm-hmm. I remember, fuck, man, one of the the earlier movies I did, I'm not going to say it to out the people because I feel bad, but um, a similar situation where it was just like, I, I didn't dig the director, whoever it was, and I wrote them off forever. And I was I was the same way where I was just like, cool, man, if I never see you again, you end up in a ditch. I'm good. <laughs> I'm good on this. You know? Yeah. Uh, it's weird how you can turn. Because yeah. I'm sure during that process, you guys were bros and, we worked so dude like so we did this album and we we had been working on this the the follow-up album to that for a full year and it was good it was it was better like that first the, the first album we did it was just kind of like a new sort of thing you know it was like motivational metal type stuff right and then we were gonna like finally get into music you know and i was gonna like like do singing and screaming and rapping and all that stuff and so i was like practicing and putting time into it and then so these are my friends this is like these two guys from minnesota they're brothers we're fucking friends, you know, so we talk and we text and we talk on the phone. These motherfuckers sent me a fucking email. 
Wow. <laughs> and they, just saying you're out of the band? Yeah. Yeah. They, they sent me an email and they're like, hey, at, like we've decided it's in our best interest to go in other directions with our career and our brand. And I was like, fuck your brand, dude. Like seven people know about your brand and six of them are because I sent them there. Yeah, and yeah. one's your fucking mom. So like. <laughs> you know? Yeah. So I, they, I, they kicked me out via email. <laughs> oh, God. I make it a personal I, well, I have a, like a personal habit of if I'm gonna fire somebody or if shit's gone south, I'm gonna I'm gonna talk to him. I'm, I'm gonna call him and say, "Hey, man, here's why." Or, or they could come into the office and say, "Hey, man, here's why shit didn't work out." And yeah. like, and I know it's gonna be awful, right? But yeah. it's the only way, at least I that I feel better about it at yeah. night, where it's just like, "Hey, man, I had a conversation with you in person. Mm-hmm. We sat down, we talked face to face, and shit didn't work out. I'm, and I'm sure you're pissed about it, but." Yeah. At least we had that conversation. It was just it was just weird to me because the whole the whole first album was an idea I had when I was driving from St. Louis back to Minnesota. It was something I came up with and I I was like, Man, who do I know that would be into doing something like this? So I reached out to this guy I knew and it like it was all me and then they kicked me out and I was like, All right, well I'm just gonna continue to do my thing, have fun. I don't know, but they're like, dude, they were so it's just an interesting thing. They were very egotistical. You know, they, 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 they cared about their last name and their brand and stuff. And, like, I was Derek, and they were kind of, like, the background. I'm like, I don't give a fuck about any of that. You know? Right. Like, fuck your name. Fuck my name. But, you know. Just make cool music. Yeah. Like, yeah. fuck our names. Yeah, exactly, yeah. <laughs> like, so the, the album, like, the, the artist was called Laranaga and Legless. Like, Laranaga was their last name. Sure. And I was like, oh, just Legless, because it rhymes, you know. People were having, so this is where a point of contention with us. People were having trouble searching that on the internet. Yeah, because I like so, as soon as you said uh, it, I, I can't yeah. spell Larry. So I told them I was like, "Hey, we should come up with like a band name where it's something funny and maybe like one word, yeah. just real quick." Muskrats. Know? Yeah, and they're like, "Well, we want our name. We're trying to build our brand. We want our name." And then I was like, "Fuck your name. Fuck your name. Fuck my name. Fuck like you know. Yeah, like, yeah, you know yeah. what a good name is? Something easy to search, and then more people will buy it. Exactly." You know? <laughs> Something catchy. Yeah. Drinking bros. Yeah. Because I get that all the time with this yeah. show. They're like, yo, why is it called Drinking Bros Podcast? It's the easiest thing that everyone can understand. Mm-hmm. It's just mm-hmm. bros drinking. Mm-hmm. No, we're not going to complicate it, no. you know? We're not going to, because if we did our last names, you know, Best, Taylor, Patterson, and Hafer, yeah. sound like a fucking law firm. Yeah. Like, no, it's just drinking bros. <laughs> yeah, That's it. Best, best Hafer. Yeah, yeah. It's like, uh, sweet. Are you guys attorneys at law or are you having a podcast? Because we can't figure this out. Um, but you live and you learn with all that yeah. shit. You yeah, know? I know. Yep. So. God yeah. damn, man. Well, I, look, I'm I'm stoked to be here. We're we're in Las Vegas. The weird thing is, is like, dude, you, you've become my new my new bromie. But yeah, but you're like I know my, like, my bromie. This I call our second date. My homie, it's this, my bromie. It's our a, second date. We're in our second. I got a second date, guys. I'm yeah. pretty excited about this. Like, I I sort of embarrassed myself on our first date. I messed up the words to the national anthem. But <laughs> 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 we went to the Stanley Cup <laughs> yeah. finals together. We went to the championship game one. Uh, tonight we're going to uh, UFC 226, um, which is gonna be fucking dope as shit. Matt Best, you uh, lost you lost a dope seat, my man. Uh, we got ringside tonight. You're not. You're not here. <laughs> he's, I think he's with his family in uh, Santa Barbara. Okay. Yeah. Because yeah. I heard he might be coming to town, but he's not coming. And he's not. Uh, I, people I, here. Yeah. Uh, he was. I think he's talking about because we're we have the UFC thing on Tuesday night too as well. Okay. Um. The uh, th- that that show that's on. 
Um, the ultimate fighter show yeah. thing or something. So we have like, you know, passes for all of it. Oh, cool. Um we got one for you as well. Oh yeah, Dan told me about exactly. that. Exactly. Okay, so sure. It's gonna be dope yeah. as fuck. Yeah. It's on Tuesday night. Yeah. And it's all private. There's only like sixty seats in it. So oh no yeah, Jesus. Yeah. Oh my god, the it's pressure awesome. dude. Like next week is such a big week for me, like training wise. I'm testing all my maxes like Monday, oh, Wednesday, shit. Friday, Saturday. So Tuesday night. Well, uh, I don't think they serve liquor in there. Well, like, but even just like being out, like, yeah, yeah, but, you yeah. know, like my 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 prep for my training is like at home, laying on my couch. You know, oh really? <laughs> like, yeah, but um, how intense is that for the people at home? Because everybody follows you online. Like, uh, everybody loves you. You're one of our our favorite guests. Every time you're on the show, literally the the, fo- the following day, we just get emails of like, dude, Derek be on all the time. He's fucking awesome, man. Uh, <laughs> tell people at home who follow you and watch your videos. How difficult it is to do all that shit, and what goes into like training as far as weightlifting goes? Yeah, I mean, for me, like, dude, it's like honestly, it's fu- it's fucking horrible. Like, it's 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 so much more difficult than. I mean, I guess maybe you can like, can you imagine being me? You know, but like maybe times it by ten or something, because like I share I share as much as I can, but I don't complain. Right. about the hard part like the recovery and the pain and like because you know it's it's fucking hard so like when i'm not lifting pain management and recovery is my full-time job you know right i'm not just doing you know like ugh, i hate like uh, uh do you, do adaptive you athletes pills or anything like that like like for pain or for pain no, yeah uh-uh, no okay no no and i like tylenol weed's legal here but i don't, it is, I yeah, don't yeah. smoke either because like i have asthma and i'm trying to be an athlete like i'm totally pro weed but i don't want to smoke because i have fucking asthma Gummies, just, my man. i know Gummies, but yeah. dude i've had like bad exp- i've never i've never done edibles right you know? <laughs> <laughs> i've gone to zero to death everybody I, I would say dude, nine like, out of ten people i know say and, like too. it is a fucking science <laughs> and maybe we should try to learn but like god damn you know like the last time i did edibles i just laid there and i just like stacy make sure that i fucking keep breathing because that's how it goes with edibles you just always think you're gonna die yeah yeah (laughs) fuck it the only time i had to i I had to call an ambulance on somebody was was it was edibles they were edibles and i was just like yo they were like i'm losing my mind i was like no it was a brownie (laughs) i watched you eat it and now you're fucking losing (laughs) your shit yeah Uh, and i was like you'll be fine yeah it's just gonna be about four or five hours (laughs) and they were like no you don't understand I can feel my heart on top of my skin. And I'm like, <laughs> bro, bro, you gotta fucking dial it back. You're going to yeah. be fine. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, I was in, I was hanging out in Denver, and uh, I was like, all my friends there are fucking pro stoners at this point. It's been legal for two or three years. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, hey, guys, I don't want to get fucked up. I just want to be, like, nice and relaxed and out of pain and have fun. Yeah. And they're like, oh, cool, man. Eat this butterfly and put some of this oil on it. <laughs> Like, Good night, <laughs> sweet Charlotte. Yeah, because that oil is hash oil. <laughs> yeah, dude. Yeah, yeah. And so, like, I swear, I was just laying there, and I couldn't see anything except I knew that my I could see my heart, and it was white, and I saw all my veins. You know, I was like, <laughs> oh, fuck. You know? So, that was my uh, my edibles experience. Yeah, I um, <laughs> I can't work on it. Like, I can't, I can't write. I can't get through a day. I'm not one of those people. Uh, working in in, in film all these years, all the editors in post production, all they do is eat edibles all day long. Cause you're 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 in a dark climate controlled room. Um, that welcome to drinking bros. Um, that is uh, 
you're staring at a, two screens, three monitors, and then people behind you telling you what to do all day. That I understand why you're eating edibles all day long, every day. And they just take nibbles, just pinches like a, like a mouse all day long where they're just like, yep. Soma, right? Oh yeah, that's what Soma. Yeah, is that, yeah, yeah. What is that? Is that 1984 or which the other book? The Hugs. Remember Soma? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Oh is yeah. It, is it 1984? I think it's 1984. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and, and that's that's what editing is. So like, mm-hmm. I've I, I've been used to it, and I've, and I've seen it a lot, and people work on it, and it they can do it. Uh, I've I've seen other people, by the way, bodybuilders, who will, will take a couple fucking either an edible or uh, like two Vicodins. And then right. go in and crush a workout. And they said it helps the recovery, but I, you would know better yeah, than dude, I would. Like fucking stoners have the more like the most uh, the longest list of rationalizations on why they use, you know, like I, I use marijuana for my anxi- anxiety. Yeah. I use marijuana for my recovery. Like, dude, you would use marijuana <laughs> period. Yeah. All right. So shut the fuck up. It's okay. We're, we're like, we're not against you here. You can just say like, I use marijuana for, yeah. for happy, you know, <laughs> uh, man, I use yeah. marijuana for my hot pockets. <laughs> yeah. um, I use marijuana yeah. for, uh, you know, dude, but like, like, wait people, a minute. Like people make the weirdest, like, you know, like I cured cancer with marijuana. Like, no, it's, yeah, like, yeah. it's okay to smoke, motherfucker. Just shut the fuck up about it. Yeah, you know? you're like, fine with it. Like, yeah. no, no, you understand. I can't watch a Tarantino movie without marijuana, man. Because I don't know. I don't know how I'm gonna react. It's like, yeah. no, you're just getting high yeah. watching Tarantino that, flicks. Like, like, it's cool. Stoners are so defensive, you know. Yeah, yeah. Like, there's studies that show. I'm like, fuck your studies. Fuck man. your like, studies. You're getting high, like, motherfucker. We're, we're on your team. Stop talking to yeah. us about. Yeah, you're fine. <laughs> yeah, I don't, give, I don't give a shit what you're taking it for. Yeah, just be cool about yeah. it. Yeah. Um, I want to talk about uh, you you and your wife now Um, because last time you were on we we, obviously everybody's been following you online you guys were trying to get pregnant and have a child and you want to you want to tell the audience what happened did when so when did when did we do that last podcast were we pregnant yet or no no you were finding out the next day actually oh no shit yeah yeah yeah. so after the Stanley Cup you were going to go in um, Uh, uh, the day after with Stacy. And that's when but it when all we happened. did the podcast, it was before that. Correct. Even. So yeah. yeah, okay, yeah. So mama's at home sleeping with twins. <laughs> yeah. That's <She's> crazy, dude. <laughs> yeah. Because you so, guys put in a boy and a girl. A boy and a girl, yeah. And now you're having Yeah. And they both they both took. And so now actually today she's ten weeks pregnant with twins. Wow. A boy Congratulations. And a girl. Yeah. How do you feel? How do you now that it's it's real? Right. And and you don't have to deal with the bullshit anymore because that Man, you guys went through fucking hell, yeah. as well as everybody does when you go through that, you know, that, yeah. is it IDF? Is that we, what? Yeah, IVF. I, yeah. I, IVF, yeah. yeah. Um, everybody, it, I mean, it's a hellish process, like, and you, I think you documented it as best as anyone has online that I've seen yet, because it was so real, and it was like, there was no makeup, there was no nothing, you just saw the real side of it, of how difficult it really is, and what you guys go through as a couple and it, from the outside, we're like it looks miserable. And what was it as miserable going through it as it as it looked? Or it was just like because I remember, dude, after the Stanley Cup, you were like, "Hey, man, I love you, and I want to keep raging because we we won, Vegas won, I, yeah. you know, when we were there." Go home. And you were like, Stacy a shot. shot, yeah, at an exact time. And yep. if you miss that window, you're fucked, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. It, it's um, <laughs> yeah, it's been shitty, and more so for her than me. But like, it's also been. It's just been, yeah, it's been tough. But, you know, so so actually we just had our an ultrasound on Thursday, and it's like for the first time in this whole process, 
I wasn't like scared of a bad result or something like that. Like she's ten weeks pregnant now, and we like it took so long for us to get here, and it can still go bad. Like we can still have a miscarriage. We're fully fucking aware how you know, right. <laughs> like. Right. But at this point, um, after everything, like I'm not scared anymore because I feel like I'm prepared. Even if even if we get bad news, like we've come so far. Sure. But, like if we get bad news, I'll be like, all right, that sucks. But like you know try again or something you know like i'm yeah. just i just say i finally crossed the point to feeling good you know when you do like when you like trying to have a kid for a year and a half and you can't and then you have to go through ivf you just feel like shit the whole time and then the first you know uh the uh, the f- you know the f- when you get pregnant if if you get pregnant when you get pregnant do an ivf the first like four to six weeks you still don't feel confident or good you yeah. know and so like we're at 10 weeks now and i'm just kind of looking around I'm like is, I, is I everything cool like, honestly right. honestly i feel kind of good yeah <laughs> like, yeah can we be happy yet because we just want to be fucking happy you know like can we be happy yet we're starting to get a little happy you know um so yeah it's cool man it's yeah yeah, congratulations. Yeah, because yeah, even with yeah. with my wife, you knew at the time. Nobody else knew until last week. Um, but my wife is pregnant, and uh, she is seven and a half months right now. Mm-hmm. And everybody's like, "Why did you tell people so late?" <laughs> yeah. But it was because I, I left that decision up to her. Right, where it yeah. was just like, "Hey, if we had a miscarriage or whatever, we had had some friends go through it, and then they had a you know announcement. Congratulations, everyone yeah. was stoked, and yeah. the, and then it was just like." Oh, something happened. Right. With with your case though, everybody knows what you guys went through. Right. So if, if something happens, um, they it, know, and it's like, hey man, that's a it, fucking. Except, like, I don't, I don't know. So like, Stacy on Thursday, like, here's the internet. You know, Stacy posted a picture on Thursday of our ultrasound. You know, and she's like, you know, our boy and a girl are doing fine. Boys on the left, girls on the right. We know, cause like the we know what we put in. The doctor could tell by seeing and the heart yep. rates matched up. We knew which was which and people came on and they're like, how do you know? Like, how do you uh, how do you know the gender? Like, all of a sudden, all these motherfuckers are on my wife's Instagram. Like, how do you know? It's too early to tell. Why are and it's even, not? It's not and, too early. to and, tell. And, and, and so I just go on there. I'm like, hey, technically, we knew like one. We knew the fucking gender before she was even pregnant bitch yeah, you know? yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah so so you can unfollow now uh you know but um and and we announced our pregnancy at four i uh, dude it's such a weird thing you like you you know like we we told everybody we were pregnant right away and it was at, like four weeks and they're like it's too early it's like it's not too early motherfucker yeah we've been doing this shit for goddamn two years yeah and a lot of drugs to get here we're you know like we're pregnant yeah you know and if it goes bad okay we're not scared of that you know but like in your case you guys were it's such a weird fucking thing to navigate on for sh- when for you sure. tell for and for what reason honestly you know? yeah like, yeah in I, case something goes bad well like maybe more people need to get shot in the leg because i just don't worry about that kind of stuff you know <laughs> exactly and like you know with with my wife i left it up to her mm-hmm. and she was like hey when we're past the safe zone for me that's when i want to tell people because i yeah she's not a big internet person at right all. yeah like, she doesn't social media to yeah. her is which is kind of you know She's depriving I, the world from her because she's fucking funny. She's dude. fucking funny as shit. <laughs> but I, I think uh, she she's she's great on the podcast and yep. funny in real life and mm-hmm. awesome. She doesn't want to spend her whole time online. Right. She would rather live in you know yeah. the, the now. It's probably the same way with your with your wife. Or you and I are sure. both on social yeah. media all the time. Yeah. Whereas uh, you know our yeah. wives aren't mm-hmm. necessarily yeah. on there at all. Where it's just yeah. like hey. 
yeah cool yeah and like i remember uh, a celebrity i'm not gonna say who it is a celebrity started following jesse and jesse put up like a picture of our child or uh, you know jackson uh the celebrity stopped following her and she was like i don't understand what did i do <laughs> what did i you know like uh, i had and i was like well, Jesse, no one wants to see a picture of mom and her kids. You know what I'm saying? Like, uh, they don't come to Ross's page <laughs> yeah. to see me fucking throwing, playing catch in the yeah. in the front yard. All right, they want to see they want to see me with my dick missing yeah. in a magic trick. That was a fucking funny video, by the way. Like, oh shit, my watch is gone. My like, watch is gone. Yeah, god damn. <laughs> but but yeah, I, it's got to be strange for her when you read. She gets comments on her page, and you're just like oh dude because hey, she's bro. mean she's mean yeah and stacy's you know and i'm like oh babe 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 don't say what you want to say like yeah. we, gotta, we gotta protect our image you know like you know we're nice people we like everyone she's like fuck this motherfucker i will fucking you know yeah, like, i will end like, you whoa stacy just take a few breaths i'll handle this you I know put on a strap like, yeah. on rape you <laughs> yeah like, so stacy like, stacy yeah so i've become like white a customer service these days <laughs> <laughs> just fact checking just let me let me have a pass at that let me let me fact check this thing before we go any further stacy no no no, no. no. do not click send no yeah because yeah she doesn't uh she doesn't have much patience for internet trolls and yeah, shit like that yeah like, i i just, is they're not even trolling there's just like know-it-all motherfuckers like the doctors really come out when you're pregnant or and it's just gets like people tell us our close friends say it'll get worse when we're parenting and stuff and people are like do this do that try this try that I'm like fucking we're just sharing people, our lives we're, we didn't ask for advice here today like yeah. we love you guys we appreciate your support but you're not our coach. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Like, so, yeah. Hey, is your last name Whitea? Cool. Then you're not my fucking dad. So stop commenting on shit. Um, yeah, I uh, like like Jesse's pretty much like stayed out of mine altogether. Like, cause I'll I'll bury people on like Twitter and shit like that. His Twitter to me. Do you have a Twitter, dude? So I have found out that like Twitter is like the porn of Instagram. You you can get dude. like really. You know, dude. Like, you want to type Twitter? Twitter is hell on earth. It's purgatory, yeah, exactly. where you're just like it is just anger and rage and hatred. Um, whereas like Instagram is like happy, fun, things are great, yeah. and this is funny. Twitter is like I fucking hate you and your whole goddamn family, yeah. and I I hope they burn in a car accident. Where you're just like Jesus Christ, that's aggressive. Um, I don't know why. I've always like well like because like. Twitter is the least interactive. There's like, you know, like on Facebook, there's pictures, Instagram, there's pictures. Twitter is just like bruh, in and out, in yeah. and out, super mindless, you know? So I've always thought of Twitter for pe- that Twitter is for people like politicians and late night talk show hosts, you know? I, I don't, I've never been into Twitter, but then I found out. That you can get naked on Twitter. And oh, you, you can post anything you want, which is crazy to me. There's, a, like kids there's a lot of porn on Twitter. Tons. You know? <laughs> yeah, tons, dude. So it's different and new for me now. So that's kind of like where I've been watching my porn these days. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah, so yeah, that's, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, I don't like anything. I don't. I, it's very anonymous. I'm like, yeah. I'm a fucking ghost, you know? But, <laughs> <laughs> but you'll watch the shit out of it. <laughs> Can you hand me the fanny pack, please? Yeah. I need my dip. You know, I like. I'm of course. Do you you beaver you. dipping it? No. I'm you just. Be- I, 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 I told you in the new book. 
uh, I wrote in Beaver Dip, and it's because of you. It's for you. I didn't buy so, the book. No, no, no. It, it hasn't come out yet. It oh. hasn't come out yet, but uh, it comes out in like 30 days. What? But, yeah. I've seen so many pictures of it. Yeah, Is there a lot of pre-sales already? All, yeah, yeah. But, but all yeah. of those pre-sales count towards opening week. So, like, uh, when you – because I'm sure you'll have a book one day, um, f- probably fairly soon. Um, and uh, when you do – You'll understand like why the pre-sales matter. So like the way like the New York Times and the and the bestseller lists work, all of them is all of those pre-sales count for opening week. Um, then for bestseller list, once that week ends, then the new week starts and those sales don't count anymore. So you'd you, you'd have to reach that count again to try to make it. So if you miss it the first week, chances are you're fucked for the rest of it. It's just simply because it's only seven days. And it's not enough people will order in that seven days to stay there. Once you make it opening week, then you can stay and ride the charts for a little bit. But you have to make it opening week, and that's the key to it. And pre-sales, you know, can go out as far as like three months. So like, the biggest book of the year is predicted to be this uh, Michelle Obama book, right? Um, and it's it's just called Becoming, which I, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna get into. Hey, man, I be coming. No, like becoming. Yeah, that was, that was like that wasn't right. That was just, was like, I man, just, I be coming too. I be, com- I be coming too. Yeah. Um, but the, her pre-sales have already started, and like you can tell, because they paid uh, combined for the Obamas books, they gave them a thirty-four million dollar advance, which is fucking absurd to me. Yeah. No other president, you know, first bought, lady has I gotten bought, that. I high. bought. I bought Obama's book. In like in like oh seven, had a book come out. I was like, "Who's this fucking guy? exactly?" Yeah, you know, yeah, I was like, "Who is this guy?" And I like, I bought the book and I read it. And I was like, "Yeah, yeah, yeah." You know, like, uh, you know, like it's very idealistic type stuff. I don't know, like it is, no, and like I don't. A book. I, I, I like books that are real. Whereas right. like like Matt's book, for instance. Like yeah. the reason I'm so amped for that to come out and. I'm pissed off at the DOD that they still haven't approved that book yet. Really? Uh, When's it, when is it, so yeah. We're on 13 months, man. No shit, yeah. And it's just it's yeah. sitting there. And I'm like, uh, it's gone through, like, the CIA has already cleared it. DOD has not cleared it for whatever fucking reason. And the reason I like it is, as opposed to, like, books like Obama Who's is, ever in charge at the DOD of clearing it? Like, Matt definitely fucked his wife in 2014, I you know? know? Who, <laughs> I, I know who it is. And it's starting to get to that point where it's just like, and I told I called Matt the other day, and I was just like, "Yo, can we just out this motherfucker on the podcast and then mm-hmm. bury them so they have to <laughs> just approve the book and get it out?" But the reason why I'm so amped is it's the first real perspective of shit, where it's just like a guy talking about it, like, yeah. "Hey, man, this fucking sucked. This was rad. Yeah. I fucked this person. You know who? Here's where great, I fucked them, and you know, my favorite autobiography is my bookie book." Of, oh, from yeah. Russell, Russell Brand. Brand, dude, so good, great book, <laughs> yeah. bestseller, my bookie book, yes. <laughs> so, so with Matt, his is in this in a similar vein where it'll be the first military book that's hilarious from start to end. Mm-hmm. Even though there's fucked up shit going on, mm-hmm. the the way he talks about his life in like a real manner like that is totally different than anything out there. And it's like, yeah. if if you would have taken this same method with Obama. And and he would have approached his book like that, or if he because he approaches his next one like that. I think the more real you are with people, and like, hey man, this was fucked up, this was fucked up, um, or this was great, or whatever. I think it's you would become more beloved with America or every, anyone else who's going to read this, as apart from like a cold, you know, calculated book. Because I just watched his uh, documentary on HBO the other day. And it was called The Last Year. And it was about his last year in office. 
and I was stoked to see it, even though I'm not an Obama fan. Um, I'm not I'm not going to shit on a, on any American president because it's the leader of our country. It's a horrible fucking job. To it's have. a horrible job, and it's the leader uh, of our country. And whoever does it is making their own decisions. And you know they ran and fucking won. And congratulations. Like, uh, did I personally like him as a president? Not really, but I respect him, and he's our fucking president. So I'm not going to take shit on him every goddamn day. Uh, but when I watched this documentary, I was hoping that it was since it was the last year we were going to get to see real shit about his life and like. And there was glimpses of it where you were like, oh, man, there's a real dude there. There's a real person there, and this is rad. And then they kind of glossed over shit at the end where I was like, ah, fuck, this stopped being real. Um, the, and that, that's The where funny thing out. about like that high level, like presidents, senators, congressmen, they're good old boys. They like, oh, yeah. the, they like to fuck bitches and get fucked up and things like that. And, and their conversations the, behind yeah. closed, closed yeah. doors are like... They're swearing every yeah, other word. Yeah, it's just like, and so, fuck this guy. Like, yeah. Fuck this that's bill. The, that's, that's the next... Like, I haven't voted since 2008. And I'll vote when I feel represented and some uh, candidate comes out and says, hey, fuck. You know? Like, fuck. Like, just like get get over it. You know? Like, that's when I'm represented. Trump did. <laughs> did he he drop the F-bomb? Oh, I don't, I'm not. I'm not too, like... He grabbed him I by think, the fucking pussy. Dude, I think Trump <laughs> is funny sometimes. Yeah. I th- but I, I, th- I also think, like... Dude, like, I almost commented on his fucking thing today, on his Instagram post today. This morning he was, like, complaining about the New York Times or something like that and Amazon saying they're going to go out of business. Like, sometimes Trump is funny and he's, like, he's like he doesn't fucking care, you know? But sometimes he's, like, the f- like he's just, like, a bitter ex-girlfriend, like, making suggestive, suggestive posts about the dude that broke up with him or something like he's very petty on the internet yeah it's fucking weird dude because well, he's the president and he's super petty i'm like dude. but but i i also <laughs> think that's part of the charm of why people like him is it's because it's kind of like because a lot of people are petty or y- yes 100 <laughs> percent. and like on instagram fuck i am yeah. and on instagram think about yourself yeah. at home when somebody says something negative on an yeah. instagram post i i follow you you bury them you like you bury motherfuckers online. Like if somebody steps out of order and you're I mean, and it's in a hilarious way, but like I try to make it funny. Yes. Yeah, okay, and it's in yeah. a funny way, but yeah. I know and yeah. I'm like, oh shit, dude. He just ruined that guy's world for yeah. a good two weeks. Where he's not gonna be able to sleep thinking about Derek's comment. Yeah. I think that's the same with Trump, where really? it's just like and he's the only person where he got out like he was allowed to do it, and it was just like, Oh hey. Whereas Obama if you look back on it and this whole shit of social media and presidents on social media, yeah, it really did start with Obama. Where oh, it was just I blame. Like, I told on the last podcast, I think, I, or no, it was another pod. Like that's the one thing I blame Obama for. Yeah, because he was doing Jimmy Fallon. He was out, you know, fucking ruined social media. Yes, he ru- well, he ruined Facebook. And so here's yeah. here's this is where I draw the fucking line. So Obama ruined Facebook, and now he's coming out with a documentary on Netflix. No, he signed a fi- no. He you signed cannot a $54 you, million like, dollar deal with Netflix. You know, you know that, right? It's like, I'm like Braveheart. Like, you can have my Facebook, but you won't take my Netflix. My Netflix, you know, like, yeah. Get the fuck off my Netflix, man. Don't bring my po- don't bring politics into Netflix. $54 million dollar deal he Fucking signed. Hell. So he's going to produce movies, him and Michelle, um, for the next, man, I, I, I think it's five years. It was a five-year deal. Wow. So you're going to see a lot of shit from them, and yeah. um, it's not going to be about them. It's going to be about social issues and things like that, but yeah, you know, whatever he chooses to focus on. And I said this on one of my podcasts is the danger in that with a Netflix who's so big that everybody has, and let's face it, entertainment-wise, Netflix has taken over the world. With with how big 
the Obamas are, when they go into pitch meetings at Netflix and they're sitting there in front of the executives, there's no executive that's going to say no to their ideas. Yeah. Like a, a guy like me who goes in and pitches movies and TV shows all the time, they don't give a fuck about me. Mm-hmm. They're going to say no all the time. They're going to be like, ah, mm-hmm. that idea is dumb. I can't sell this. This won't do well or whatever. When the Obamas come in, what are you going to tell President Obama that his idea is dumb? No, you're not. So therefore, all of his content is going to get greenlit. And it's like, how much is that going to take up of Netflix? And, you know, that, that home screen you have, like everybody else has, right. where they suggest titles to you. Yeah. Am I going to be flooded with shit that the Obamas produced? Yeah, dude. So, like, that's how Facebook got ruined. That's what I'm saying. Like, say the fuck off Netflix. Like, you get, like you can have Twitter. You can have Facebook. Like, we still have Instagram. And Netflix is definitely safe, but for how long? Yeah. For fuck's sake, you know? And, it, and, it, and at the end of the day, it's just politics, dude. And That's only it. half of America actually cares. You know, like all these polls and stuff, like 64% of Americans believe this. Like 64% of Americans didn't even fucking vote. Yeah. Okay? <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> So, you know, it's uh and that's the thing is like dude with <laughs> yeah. with Netflix in particular with all this mm-hmm. this fucking shit like uh again, I think they just want to hang out with the president. Obama's thing like cuz I had a buddy who was secret service for Obama and Bush and uh he always said he was just like, look, Obama just wanted to be famous the whole time like, you know. Really? Yeah, they said he was a pretty decent dude in real life um uh, behind the scenes. Um but that he just wanted to hang out with celebrities. He goes, dude, there was so many celebrities in the White House all the time. Athletes, celebrities, like, that's all he ever wanted to do. So when I saw that deal, I, I wasn't shocked by it because I was like, yeah. oh, fuck. That's all he really wanted to do anyways. Yeah. But um, that's, that's what I'm saying. Like, presidents are just good old boys, man. And they fucking, you know, be, but people like bleed their president you know yeah <laughs> like their candidate they're like this is such a good pr-. like you don't know you don't know your candidate let's just say that like, oh yeah 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 they're like because like if you did they're like there's so much like you and i it would make their voters sick totally you know? <laughs> dude and, and, I, and i met because i met trump right mm-hmm. and I, like everybody was like oh dude how was he and i was like it was fucking cool man it was yeah. like a, uh, the best yeah. way to describe it is like I was in a fraternity. Yeah. We had these father-son weekends, you know, and it was just like, it's like the dad and father-son weekend. It just shows up and it's just cool. They're good old boys. A lot of pats on the back yep. and he's just like, oh, fuck. Like, yeah. that guy's rad. Yeah. Um, I got to meet, and I've met his entire family. They're all lovely people. Um, And, and b- by all accounts, everybody who's met Obama, because I, I haven't met him, but all my a lot of my friends have, and they're like, by all accounts, he was fucking cool too behind the scenes. Where it was just like, hey man, you know, a lot yeah. of daps, a lot of a lot yeah. of bro hugs, and I was like, you got a bro hug from Obama? That's yeah. dope. And he was just like, yeah man, you they're know, just, they're just fucking yeah. It's an interesting. It's like if you think about it, it's like it takes an interesting person to run for president. Like, would you run for president? No. Okay. Like, so knowing like, knowing what I know now, no. Where right. if you asked me as a kid, I would have said yes. Knowing what I know now, absolutely not. Because I, I, I right, look so at who. So, what type of person runs for president? And this is this is the biggest thing that I I have with Trump. Right, you have all of the money in the world that you could ever use and and be and and before he ran for president, he was pretty beloved. When he showed up at celebrity parties and all that shit, it was like, oh man. It's Trump, dude. Art of the deal. The guy from The Apprentice. You're fired. You're fired. You know, and it was yeah, just like, fired. And, and as much as no one will admit this in Hollywood, they did like him. Yeah. And Trump wanted to be liked. Yeah. And it was a perfect marriage. Right. Ratings were great on all of his shit. And it yeah. was rad. Here's the one thing that I can't figure out about him, though, is like being that beloved. It, you don't run for president if you truly don't want to change the country, because 
automatically, the day you get elected, 50% of America hates you. If oh, you're, yeah. <laughs> if you're a Republican or Democrat, mm-hmm. same with Obama. People, the day you take office, 50% of the people hate you, and it's, fuck you, blah, 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 and, it, and it's a rage machine. I, I still can't figure out why Trump would run if he didn't really want to make a difference, because why risk your legacy of, like, being a beloved celebrity, being rich as fuck. You don't you don't believe part of it has to do with like that fucking correspondence dinner roasting when Obama was making fun of him and stuff like Maybe. that. Maybe. Like, yeah, dude. But like doesn't he seem like that type of person? Yes. He's like, Oh, you want to make fun of me? Fuck you. Watch me do your job, bitch. But you but, know? I, but so, I think like, we're all like that. Yeah. And that well, like I get that. But like that and so like people like putting the president on a pedestal, like, he's only president because somebody made a joke about him and he got mad. Maybe. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah, dude. But, but I will say this. Like, he's toyed with the idea since the 80s. Yeah. He was on Oprah in, like, I don't know, what was it, 86 or 87, and he was just like, I- I'm going to run for president one mm-hmm. day. So, clearly, it was an idea that he's had for 30 years. Why? I don't know. And, like, well, he was going to run, like, 15 years ago or something. Yeah, but yeah, yeah, yeah. It wasn't yeah. the yes, right time yes. or something like that. It wasn't or, the right time, right. and there was a lot of, you know, deals and money and all that shit, and it was just like, all right, cool. It's always kind of been there in the background, so it wasn't yeah. like a, and, and and nobody else says that because I don't. So say maybe that. that correspondence dinner set him off. And he's Ma- like, hey, maybe that was the hey, final bitch, thing of like, like you want to make fun of me, like act like I'm not shit. Fuck you. Yeah, Watch yeah, me. Yeah. I'm gonna be the president, <laughs> and then he just becomes the president. That's how easy it is. I, 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 uh, <laughs> man, it, it is definitely not easy, but shit. <laughs> I, I and, and I look at what's going on now. Yeah. With all of the hatred and everything else, and like I I genuinely think. Like the the country, I mean, this is the most the most time in my history that I've seen all of my friends working. Uh, the economy is doing great. Stock market's great. What the jobless uh, rate is at the lowest in like forty four years, and it's like, uh, but that shit's hard to know. Like, and dude, like, just trust me, I'm not on anybody's side. Like, I am fucking. I- like, I hate them all, and I like them all for the same reason. So I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. But it's like, so all this, like, unemployment, like, uh, Trump's claiming unemployment's up, and things, right. are, things are looking, like, but how, like, from what policies and when? Like, how much is that Bush's policies or Obama's policies? Because things take time. Sure. It's like, things take 10 to 20 years to brew, and then, like, that, but that president gets to reap the reward and say, like, I did this because it's 2018 and things are looking good. Yeah. But maybe a bill was signed in 2012, like, I, like it's just, it's so misleading that I just. It is. And I <laughs> and I understand that. And, like, uh, for me, whenever anybody asks me about a president, if they think they're good or bad, I always say wait 15 years. 15 years is the telltale sign in history where it's just like, all right, great. Then you can really go back and examine what the fuck they did and why and the impact it had on either the country or policy or, or whatever the fuck it right. was. Where you're like, all right, that was a that was a terrible decision for things like that. So like and you'll see it unfold over the years, like like Bush, for example, yeah. uh Junior. Um yeah. you look at Junior where you're like, man, during the time that he was in president, everybody was like, oh, he's dumb. He's fucking uneducated and all that he's shit. He's not. Like, he's not. <laughs> but, you know, you look back at that to me, and you will know better than I do. Mm-hmm. Like the, the starting that war in Iraq and then Afghanistan, yeah. all that shit. Like it, it was, po- Dude, it was after, pointless. So after, after I got shot, I started like reading and learning about why we were in Iraq. I was like, ooh. 
Well, fuck them anyway. Yeah. <laughs> so I had to make my peace with it. You know, I was like, Oof, we lied our way into that one. Yeah. 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 <laughs> I was like, oh, shit. But fuck them anyways. You know, yeah, exactly. It's like at the end of the day. And so that's so it's then dude, that was a weird thing for me. You know, so like I went through a phase. You like there's this, you know, so when I got shot, I was 21 and I got, you know, kicked out of the army and I went to a liberal arts college and shit like that. Mm-hmm. So like, you know, um, I went through this phase in life for like two years where i was like this peaceful where i thought like i was maybe like borderline social i was an idealist you know i was like what you know and um it's just very peaceful and i was like super against it like i i was just so idealistic that i hated america i fucking hated our country and i had fucking hated everybody in it you know you go through that phase and i was like we shouldn't have been in iraq and blah 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 but then I like found myself again and I had to make peace with what happened to me and what I believed in and things like that. Like, yeah, it's all very interesting. You know, like we lied our way into Iraq. But at the end of the day, this was this was how I made my peace. Like at the end of the day, like I'll go to war against anyone for any reason if my country sends me there. Sure, you know? sure. Like, yeah, I don't give yeah. a fuck. End of the day, like I joined the army just to fucking fight war. Yeah. It didn't matter against who, right or wrong, didn't matter to me, you know, like I wasn't yeah, so yeah, but that's interesting, dude. Like, it is. <laughs> so but you, you look know? so but with that, like you look back at Bush and you were like, All right, yeah, eh, wrong decision. Yeah. Probably. Like we're still we're yeah. still in it. But you know? fuck them anyway. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. But like with Obama, uh, too, because it's we're you know, you kind of look back. You're almost nine years out of when he first got in, mm-hmm. um, and you look back at some of those deals, and it was just like, man, to me personally, because I, you know, we had to do it for the company. Like I remember when Obamacare got passed. Yeah. And it was, uh, you know, your employees had to be on Obamacare and all, all this other shit, and it was like they were getting taxed the fuck out Dude, of California and everything, production company wise, and it was just like, god damn it, it was awful. And then, like, the Iran deal in particular, where we gave them, you know, fucking $750 million and then four hostages or whatever it was. And you were like, oh, God, why are, we, why are we giving money to Iran for anything? Um, you look at decisions like that, and you're like, that was probably a bad choice in the long run. Trump's pulling on it. But, it, but it's, always, it's always impossible for us to know what's going on. Yep. Like, what, like, what it, like, people are like, I'm an expert in international relations. No, you're not. You're not in the fucking meetings, bitch. Yeah. You know? Like, we do not know who owes us what or who owe, who we owe or something like that, you know? A hundred percent. So fucking it's weird. We're just spectators. Yes. You know? So in my, in my, in my speculative mind, <laughs> yeah. I look back and I'm like, ah, oh, these were bad mm-hmm. decisions, and then why? And then I that's how I try to judge my presidents on there. The current president with Trump, the only thing that I can really judge him on is what he ran off of um, in the election. And if he's trying to to accomplish, he, he the ran things he with promised. middle fingers up. So that's basically what he's doing. Like <laughs> right, but but like the the promises he made, if if he's trying to get them accomplished, because some people don't, and it's just fucking empty words. Uh, with him, uh, so far, I, it's genuinely what I voted for, I guess. So fuck it. Well, dude, here's the here's the like the most valuable lesson in politics. If you ever want to run someday, like always preach change and deliver on none of it. People don't like change, but they like the idea of change. Yeah. You know? So it's it's a weird thing. It's a weird thing. Like a president has to like run on a platform, but try to change as little as possible because nobody likes change. I, you know, like you know, like and so when people like <laughs> when I you know go to order a beer at the bar, like do you want your change? And I just say like nobody likes change. Ask Obama. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure that's no, a yeah. Thanks, nobody, man. Nobody. Yeah. 
Enjoy your day. Nobody likes Derek. change. Ask Obama. Yeah. And I just walk away feeling all cool. Yeah. They're probably like scoffing at me. as like, you know, like, who's this fucking asshole? Like, <laughs> Hi, I'm Derek. Yeah. <laughs> Hi, I'm Derek. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, because the way I look at it with all these politicians, and you're right, dude, I, I think all of them don't rock the boat or don't change just because when you do change things or, or try to attempt to, like, like the shit that trump's doing yeah you get fucking murdered for it dude. yeah i mean just absolutely murdered for it but one person in history in any field it doesn't have to be the president it could be in sports it could be in you know music or whatever somebody's got or movies somebody's got to make something different mm-hmm. or change or attempt to 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 at least or otherwise you're just kind of getting through life and it feels like a, a giant office space you know like like <laughs> yeah. the movie office space yeah. where it's just like I work just hard enough so that I don't get fired. That yeah. line in there where yeah. you're just like, oh, yeah. shit. It's probably everybody, yeah. politicians but, included. Yeah. It's interesting stuff, man. It's interesting stuff. Which is, it was like, I just, I just, um, I, I'm going to be like nerdy and idealistic again. Like, it's just, there's so much hatred surrounding all of it when it's just kind of like, like this. Like, these are just bros doing the best they can, you know, and you can't please everybody, but, like, people are, like, fucking fighting all the time and stuff. Like I said, I'm a, I'm not a Republican or a Democrat. I agree with both, and I disagree with both, and I, like, laugh at all of them. Yeah, 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 yeah. Especially on the Internet, you know? Like, the Internet's a, an interesting place. I don't know. I just... I won't a, post anything political at all, do you? I, you a, don't seem like a, the guy that posts no, anything political. No, you can't, either. dude. Yeah. And, like, you can't do... Political or like, I mean, you can. There's fucking people that do it. <laughs> I, I look. I talk about like, it. On, I want to get a show on CRTV where I'm like the atheist guy in the middle. Yeah, yeah. You, th- you think CRTV will hire me? No. <laughs> one but they're damn. fucking unbiased, yeah, right? Yeah, like, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's a big air quote yeah. there. Because um, <laughs> with me, like, I'll I'll get into politics on you know this show, Ross Patterson Revolution, all that shit, because it's. Everybody I, talks about it. Well, we, well, we care. Thing, as a listener, it's it's free. So like, I'm, people aren't paying for this. So like, right. if if they want to listen, they listen. If they don't want to listen, they don't listen. If you don't agree with me, you're probably not going to listen or like what yeah. I hear say. So it's like, all right, great. I'm my opinion is free. You're not paying for it. So what the fuck? I'm going to say whatever I want. Um, but you know, Facebook wise, I have friends, family, all that other shit, and I'm sensitive to the fact of like. All right, cool, man. I, I get you voted for somebody else and you don't agree with some ideals. Um, and also, it's just it's boring. Like everybody mm. else is talking about it. So, like, you know, it's funny. Who's the who's the, the little kid? So, like, I don't talk about politics or hot issues or something. But when I do, they go viral as shit. Like, that's the trick to social media. Like, if you want to be popular on Facebook, like I did a meme with me. What's it? What's the kid's name? Jonathan Lipnicki. No, no. What's the skinny kid? Like there was like a shooting in Florida or something. And oh, David Hogg. David Hogg. I did yeah. like a side by side photo of me and David Hogg. And it was just like my advice to David Hogg, you know, and it was it was, it was nice. Really sound fucking funny. But I ended it with like, just don't like I agree with you. Like, or I didn't say I agree with you. I was like, say what you want to say, man. Just tried to be less of a cunt about it yeah, and yeah. people like oh my god <laughs> you, you cannot say the word cunt I'm like why not why not he's kind of being a fucking cunt you know like he's not t- like he's not a you know he's he means well he's a young kid he means well just don't be such a fucking cunt about it the word know? cunt's <laughs> making a comeback yeah dude like it's yeah. been on our last two yeah. shows and then samantha b <laughs> yeah. with a feckless cunt comment towards but, ivanka but, trump dude that's the tricky thing with social media though like if you want to be if i wanted to be 
if I wanted a million followers tomorrow, just start talking politically, you know? And, and oh, yeah. Like, you know, because, like, that on Facebook, that got, like, 50,000-plus likes. Oh, yeah, yeah. Which is, you look know. At, but dude, look at Graham Allen. <laughs> Gra- Graham Allen's been on the show before. I want to be on CRTV. No, yeah. Like, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, but, but his political posts destroy. Um, you know, and he look, he's been on both shows. He's a uh, great dude. Pretty fucking, and he's yeah, he's now on CRTV. So if you went political, yeah, and so like you, you know what's two funny, kids on the way, you, you know, you should, you should probably start going political. I know, yeah, and so but you know what's funny is like when I do those kinds of things, I get like fifty thousand followers or something, yeah, and then they learn who I really am, and they're like, oh fuck, unfollow. Yeah. So like within two weeks, I go up and down twenty five k. No shit. Oh yeah, dude. Like be like when like you know uh, something veteran or something. You know, like it's it's super easy for for me to gain traction on the right wing community. Right. But then they learn that I fucking paint my fingernails and am, you know, like sort of or super you know, femme, a little bohemian and kind of <laughs> gay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're like, oh, what the fuck is this shit? Like, yeah. I'm out. I'm out. Is this queer playing the piano again? Fuck yeah, that. man. Like, Dude, yeah, he's uh, sucking somebody's dick. You know, you know, I bet like, he sits around and sucks somebody's <laughs> dick all night, man. <laughs> fucking <laughs> piece of shit. <laughs> Sometimes And you're back to playing music You're playing I see a lot of videos Of you playing piano and shit A little bit So like I finally I remember we did that We did the Ross Patterson podcast Yeah Ross Patterson Revolution podcast And that's when I was just like Straight up doing music Yes For like four months Yep And I was working on an album and stuff And I just like Dude I had to stop Why? Like it's so dangerous for me You know like I'm very I can't I can't do um, I so I, I think about it like this: like I love playing music, like I love self destruction, and that's what it is for me. You know, like art and things like that. Like I don't know how you do what you do, honestly. <laughs> like without going fucking insane or just I don't know. It's like my my creative brain is is like great. I'm very inspired and stuff, but I'm also just dark and I just want to kill myself all the time. So I was living in that world for four months, and right. it was cool. I had a great time. But I was like, fuck, I can't live like this anymore. It's starting to get a little too dangerous, a little too dark. And I got back into working out. I picked a new sport and stuff. And, like, it's an interesting thing because yeah, I, I kind of hate myself for not yeah. going. Like, I love it, dude. Like, yeah? I love it, you know. But it's so dangerous for me. What did, what, what did Stacy say when, when you were going through it? She supported me 100%. Like, you know, it, it, it's... It, like I stopped it before it got real bad, you know, and um, like she liked it for sure. Like she likes that part of me. She she would probably Stacy would probably prefer me to paint and write music and do musicals than do weightlifting and stuff like that, you know. But um, yeah, because I I would imagine you know just from your description of it that it's two different people where it's like. Like like next week, you're saying you're you're going after hard lifting goals and all that shit, but you're just hanging out, not doing anything, preparing for that. Yeah. Versus I, I, music I, and paint and art. Like you're working all day, you're doing shit, you're keeping your mind busy, and uh, you know. I'm obs- like, I, yeah, dude. Like, and it's 2018, and a lot of people like to say they're like fucking mentally ill and stuff like that, but I really am. You know, and you I really think so. Like. Mm, I know so. I've just learned to like deal with it really well. You know, like I have a really long 
list of diagnoses and stuff like that. And I was on medications for a few years and I was doing therapy all last year again because it was kind of bad. But like I've learned I, I know me and that's the best thing. And so like I have I know myself and it's just ugh, fitness is just a better it's a healthier outlet for me. But I hate it because I feel like it's also a cop out. Right. <laughs> you know? so, yeah, yeah, yeah. Where you're like, oh, man. Yeah, it's, it's weird. It's weird, dude. Like, it's really weird. It's, it's, it's tough. Well, I will know? say this. Like, if you, if you have any thoughts of suicide ever with children, that should evaporate immediately because then you'll leave them without a father. And, uh, like, for me personally, I don't know what it is about this age in life because we're, we're, you know, around the same yeah. ages. And, uh, I've had a lot of friends commit suicide, close friends with kids and i'm mm-hmm. like it's the same thing like one of my buddy's wife's called me the other day and i hadn't talked to her in five years since it happened six years since it happened she was like called me out of the blue and i mean i hadn't talked to her fucking forever and she was like how could he she goes i just have one question for you middle of the afternoon it was like two o'clock in the afternoon i got this call she was <laughs> like, how could he leave his three kids yeah and i go i will never have an answer for that question ever and i go she goes, I hate him for that. She goes, the rest of it, I don't hate him for. Yeah. But for that reason alone, I do. And I go, you should. You so, should. Dude, so honestly, like, like suicide has been a part of my daily life since I was 17. But it's been different the last few months. And I was like, what the fuck's going on? Like, I've, I, like I still feel like I feel sometimes, but I'm not like, I don't think about suicide. I'm like, what the fuck's going on? I was like, oh, shit. I'm more concerned about Stacy and our kids yeah. than I am about myself. I was like, this is fucking weird. But that's it's the way it should re- be. But it's really weird for me. To, like, I I think it's, you know, and even in even in my training now, like, I've been, I, was, I told my coach the other day, I was like, dude, I'm just not, I don't feel like I used to feel because I'm not so self-absorbed, you know? Right. Like, you know, it was always about me and my, and I was, um, and now I'm just, I think about Stacy, like, she's always sick and stuff now and, um, you know, I think about Stacy. Yeah, yeah. I think about Stacy and the kids more than I think about myself, and that's a weird thing, you know. So, like, I agree with you 100. percent I think it's coming naturally to me, which is awesome, but different. And it's kind of, I feel like, learn how to live this way now, you know. <laughs> like, yeah, but it's cool <laughs> because I, I, with her, um, you know, when she like uh, again three kids, and then um, uh, later on in the conversation, she said to me, she goes, uh, I, I, to this day. I still have to tell one of them once a week that dad didn't hate you. That's why he didn't kill himself. And it was just like, I heard that. I was like, fuck. Oh, dude, after after the podcast, I'll play it. I have a song that I recorded like to my kids. Like, Really? It, it's like uh, it's like sort of like a lullaby. I wish we could almost play it into the microphone or something. Well, you know what's weird? If, not, you, if, you, if you give it to me, I can put it at the end of this podcast. Okay, sure. I, yeah. I do that all the time. It's not the finished product. It's fine. It's like, but it's like a, yeah, and sort of, it's kind of like about, it's kind of about that. It's like Email fears. it to me, and then we'll put it like, on the end of this episode, because okay. we, yeah, we, we put a, you know all of our songs at yeah. the end of this, so for sure. Yeah, it's actually, like, it's interesting. <laughs> yeah. So yeah. It's, it's kind of like my fears. Like, I hope, you know, like, um, it's kind of like, hey, I just, you know, like, sort of a lullaby to my kids like hey i get sort of fucked up sometimes and has nothing to do with you like i love you i'm just sort of a weird dude (laughs) right yeah okay cool yeah yeah Yeah, because it's it's one of those things where the way she described it was perfect because she was like dude they're gonna constantly grow up every day thinking it was them not you know their dad was fucked up you know what i'm saying like yeah you'll never get over that and then you know recently in the news with 
the the death of Kate Spade, um, she left a, a suicide note, and and it just said, "Ask your daddy why this happened." What? I and heard about. Th- I don't know who Kate Spade is though. Uh, Kate Spade, the, the handbags, very very famous designer. She did the purses. Um, her company sold for two point four billion dollars. Like, yeah, I'm poor so, and not fashion, so I didn't know who she was. But that's yeah. fine. <laughs> it's fine. But 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 when I read that note and it that note got out, um, you learned later that I guess the they, they'd been married for thirty years and like the husband wanted a divorce or whatever. And uh, but still, the daughter's thirteen. Mm-hmm. She's all she has is this one sentence note from her mom saying, "Ask dad why this happened," and it was just like. Fuck. There's no, there's no way that kid isn't going to think about that yeah, every know, day like, the rest of their lives. Yeah. Like, it's just a selfish. Inter- thing they're gonna have to point. find like an interesting lie to tell themselves and make peace with that and shit. Like, yeah, yeah, stuff. Yeah. Uh, or, or you, you look at like the Anthony Bourdain thing too, where it was just like, dude, guy at three thirty in the morning hung himself in his room, no n- note, no yeah. nothing, no, and that 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 question is gonna be on your mind forever for his kid because he's the same way. I think he's got a thirteen year old daughter. Uh, or no 11, shit. Yeah, eleven okay. or thirteen year old daughter. And it's just I didn't like, know who he was either, but like the, I'm very removed from yeah, yeah, from life. Like, like oh, <laughs> that guy's famous, famous as fuck. Yeah, no, 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 <laughs> like, no, no. Know, but but I yeah, just, I watch reruns of fr- reruns of Friends every day. You know, like yeah. <laughs> but it, but at least if you die in like a normal fashion, there is an answer. There is a thing. Like my my father passed away right in uh, 2010, but like he died. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Like I ha- I I have a reason for that. Yeah, he didn't kill himself. He didn't. You know, it's just like ah. Uh, all right, this happened, and and you know it's sad, and I have to learn to move on. But I have a reason for it, and I don't look back at any of that because it was like he didn't kill himself, so it was like, all right, great, it wasn't because of me. Like you know, he had his own natural shit, and that's what happens. But yeah. uh, it's well, it's an interesting. It's yeah, it's it's interesting because I always like so in like my fucking lifetime with suicide, people always it's a lot of pressure. People say a lot of people say like suicide is a selfish act. You know, but I've I like I've often like to, like counterpoint. It's like telling somebody telling somebody they need to they they have to live when they want to die is kind of a selfish act. Like you're telling that person that you should want to live, but that person like you know like you're and it's, 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 but now like definitely with like the wife and kids and stuff. It's a selfish act. It is. <laughs> and your parents. Like, yeah. And your parents. Yeah, it's a selfish I know. My act. Mom, dude, I, I think honestly, like, my, your mom, my, you, my mom you have a is very probably, close family. I think, I think probably in my darkest times, like, the, like, when it was like finger on the trigger, like, the one, if there was some, like, there was something in my mind stopping me, it was probably my fucking mom. Yeah. Cause she's so goddamn nice. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Derek. So. She's moving down here, by the way. Is she? J- yeah. My, my, my sister's moving down like next week. Oh, dude, I'm having two kids. I'm bringing the family. That's and, uh, awesome. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. So my, my mom uh, bought a house right behind ours. And That's so, great. like, I can practically throw the fucking babies. Yeah, to, yeah, to yeah, grandma, yeah. You know? Out the window. Like, yeah. It's like, I can't do this shit, Ma. You know, just Going like, to UFC, yep, Ma. Just a li- yeah, little zip line in the back. Like, all right, all right, the boy's coming. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> I, yep. wish my, my, I wish my parents would move to Wilmington. Because uh, we got, you know, fuck. Yeah, like I said, we're we're 30 days out, 40 days out. It's it's, it's phase one of the plan, dude. Like, um. You know, like my my end game and everything is just to have a like a brick and mortar business. And like Stacy and I want to have a gym and like family owned, family operated. Bring the family down. Phase one, get the family down here. Yeah, yeah, we yeah. Fucking tricked them into that. <laughs> you know, like phase two, open, open a open, gym, open, open the gym slash. So it'll be like kind of a hybrid, like half gym, 
half bar, dude. How is it not? How is that Put not the black dream? Rifle coffee in there, yeah, my man. That's what I, that's what I'm saying. Like yeah. I want I want zone rights to North Las Vegas. I know you're listening, Matt Evans. So <laughs> <laughs> I want I want the three mile territory up in North Las Vegas. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, but no, definitely. And then um, you know, like have a half bar, like do open mic night, do wine and paint night, do fucking stand yeah. up nights, and just like a hangout spot. That's why you know. In 2014, I had that big deal with Anytime Fitness, and it was like they were going to give me three quarters of a million dollars, and I walked away from it because <laughs> they took out the social aspect of the gym. Sure. And I was like, then it's just a fucking gym. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What are people going to do if they, you know, not, if they just want to hang out with cool people? Don't care. You know? Yeah. It's so. just a money-making mm-hmm. machine. That's it. Yeah. So that's the end game. So we got the family coming down, and maybe in a couple years- you know, so yeah, that's man. fucking awesome. Yeah. Well, dude, I again, every <laughs> time you're on, you're uh, our our listeners. You're one of our favorites, and, and it's always a fucking pleasure. I mean, we're bros, anyways, but like, it's always awesome to have you on the show. Uh, it's time for the drinking bro of the week. Um, you got him. You got anybody in mind? Anybody you've been working with these days for drinking bro of the week? Like uh, in the drinking bro community? Yeah. I'm so, I, dude, I honestly know. Like, I haven't been on Facebook in a long. Have you really? You, you haven't like, been on Facebook? I, mean, I kind of look and peek and stuff like that, but I'm not very. I I'm not. I don't know. Like, what's going on in the drinking bros world these <laughs> days? You know, I'll um, tell you what's going on. Okay, uh, Matt Best is that? <laughs> we're gonna give this to Matt tonight. He's with his family. We're going to UFC tonight. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thanks, uh, Matt. Thanks, Matt. <laughs> we're going ringside, buddy. Uh, sorry, you're not here. Um, and and then get, don't forget to hashtag fire Dave, uh, obviously, uh, the producer. Just a piece of shit. Just a fucking piece of shit. <laughs> I'll drill it in. <laughs> Look, I'll, I'll drill it in. After I'll, enough drinks, I'll always drill it in. I'll uh, lose six hundred followers for a gay experience. Like, yeah, why not? <laughs> why not? You ever think about that? Of like, dude, if you just went like a hardcore graphic making out dude on dude video. How many followers you lose? You know, I did that. So I finally changed my Instagram to uh, a business profile to get the swipe up story option. Yeah, yeah. And the first swipe up story I posted, it was a test. And I just went in there. I was like, hey, guys, I'm trying this new thing. I'm trying to get the swipe up option. Can you make sure it works for me? Just swipe up. Let me know if it brings you to my website. And it swiped up to a uh, – it was a, a two-minute video of men kissing men on YouTube. And I <laughs> – <laughs> and I just sent a hundred thousand people to a video of men oh, kissing men. So I felt so good about that. Yeah. I uh <laughs> when Jared we did that porn <laughs> episode about brother fuck scared sister during tornado. Um I uh I did a swipe up video of that girl, a freeze frame of that girl, and I just said swipe up for more and it went right to the the U porn link. <laughs> Can you uh, yeah. link? We, we, can you link porn? Oh to, yeah. Oh wow. Yeah, you can put any <laughs> link you want in there on those wow. swipe ups. That's where it gets dangerous. Yeah. Where you're like, "Hey guys, yeah. you know, important announcement about my life," and then it's just two dudes hardcore graphically fucking, and I was just like, eh, "Sorry, it's a big <laughs> announcement about my life." <laughs> I think I think I'm actually gonna do that. I'll yeah. make like a serious video of like, "Hey guys, I know I never post serious stories on my Instagram, but at st james st james, but I am now." And everything that's been going on in my life and these crazy ideas in my head have led me to one thing. Swipe up. And then it's just two dudes just, I mean, you can just, uh, uh, just two Nordic fucking warriors butt fucking in the rain where it's just like, God damn it, dude. (laughs) Yeah. No lube. You can see like blood streaming down a calf. 
like down a butt cheek and a calf, like a graphic hardcore fuck, you know? Good. <laughs> I'll swipe up. If, I'll, I'll swipe up if you told me that's what I was swiping up to. So. <laughs> I might have to. Uh, Derek White, I appreciate you being on, dude. We love you to death. Uh, Drinking bros, we love you guys. Uh, we'll be back to doing live shows soon. When, Dave? When are we doing video shows? A lot of people keep asking that. End of July. Perfect. So, I, we, we've look, we, we read your comments. We read all the shit. Video shows will be back end of July. Uh, Matt Best, you're missing out tonight. We love you. Uh, for Derek White, I'm Ross Patterson. Good night, everyone.